So the big question is this. How can runners like you, who aren't professional athletes or paid sponsored runners, avoid injury and increase athletic performance to enjoy running race events for the rest of your life without wasting money on trends or using dangerous painkiller drugs? That is the question. And on hashtag Run Pain Free Podcast, your host, sports biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio, gives you the answers. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to the Run Pain Free Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio, and this podcast is brought to you by the Run Pain Free Academy, and it is sponsored by the Run Pain Free Bootcamp. RunPainFreeBootcamp.com. It is a free informational bootcamp we put together to explain to you why you're hurting, how you're hurting, why to fix it, how to fix it, how to apply it quickly. So today we are talking about run cadence and as most of you may know by now if you follow me generally speaking when i get more than eight questions about one subject i do some type of event some type of live or a podcast and so today we are talking why run cadence doesn't work anymore now I've never trained run cadence, straight off the bat. We're just gonna go right to it. I've never trained run cadence. I will never train run cadence. I think it goes along with many of the stupidity ideas that are out there from God knows where they started that they took a big taking on and like became baseline for every runner that is just injured and I don't know, I don't know. But I've never have and I never will. I call it hogwash. There's a lot of run talk that is hogwash and this is one of them. Recently, I saw one of the people I follow on Instagram do a analysis on a treadmill, specifically about run cadence, and they were shocked that they purposefully made themselves have a specific amount of steps in a mile on one side of it, and the other side of it just ran completely free and just ran whatever and had the exact same footing, the exact same steps. So he actually proved to himself that run cadence is hogwash. (laughs) So it's nothing more than a rhythm. And if you think you're going to count your steps and make your steps a very specific amount in your mile, you are thinking you have some kind of mental control over human movement that is actually involuntary for the most part and is neurological and is biomechanically sound and domino effect driven. So when people really think I'm going to step this way, force my foot to step this way, that is the highway to injury. I talk about it a lot lot when I talk about toe striking because it's dysfunctional. You don't naturally walk that way. So you are actually training yourself to purposefully put your foot down in a very specific way. And so many runners that we get here come to me and say, you know, I was actually running with my full foot and then somebody told me that I shouldn't be doing that and I saw this runner do it and this runner do it and this runner do it so I just started to force myself to toe strike and they're sitting in my chair injured. So there is a lot of science behind this when it comes to biomechanics and a lot of it really stems from what I talk about with track and field versus long distance running. They are two different sports. And the problem is so many people and coaches are trained in track and field and think that applies to marathon running and it absolutely does not. Absolutely does not. In the boot camp that is sponsoring this, 
podcast. I have an entire module on things you're told that hurt you and things that should actually not be done and things that you're never told about that actually help you. And in those modules, I talk about the differences in professionals from an orthopedic to a PT, a physical therapist, to a certified personal trainer, to a run coach, to physio and sports biomechanics. I explain the differences because we all do great things. We just don't all do the same thing. Now, someone like me, I have to know a little bit about everything so that I can actually understand why you got injured, where you're coming from, what you did, how that injures you so that I can fix it. Okay. I've also worked in every one of those I've just named. So I have a working knowledge of all of them and I bring it all in together to understand why you're in in my chair injured. I have to do that in order to fix you. So when we are coming from a place of applying one sport specific training and putting it on someone who's going to do a totally different sport, it is as ridiculous as thinking you're training a baseball player to be a linebacker on a Sunday football game. That's how, that's how ridiculous it is. That's how different it is. Just because they're both, quote, running does not deem them the same. It doesn't. And a lot of this stems from that. Your body should be open. You should be using full foot function. You should have runner torque. You should be twisting. That is how the body absolutely runs. In long distance running, there is absolutely nothing in your body that is not working. There is no other sport that matches that. No other sport that matches that. Even with track and field, it is short, burst, explosive movements for a very short period of time. The professionals run for seconds. Seconds. You think you're going to apply something that you run for seconds to something you're on there for five hours? Where is the logic behind it? Just think about it. Why the hell do you think that something that is done for seconds, minutes at most, is going to be something you can apply to something that you're doing for hours? Hours. Oh. Well, this is the problem. So when you think about it that way, which is the actual sport way, you will start to understand why you may be injured. So when we're talking about cadence, this is the exact same thing. Same pocket, same category of ridiculousness. So you need to allow your body to move freely. You don't want to be running like a hamster. You're going to run right the hell out. Why do you think people tank on a marathon at mile 10 or mile 13? And they got a whole half to go still because they're running underneath themselves. And I call it overrunning because they're running way underneath themselves. And so they're like a million steps when their efficiency is gone. When you're efficient, you are actually opening up and you're taking up more space with less footing. That is the efficiency of a run pain free runner. In the boot camp, runpainfreebootcamp.com, it's free, go do it. I have an entire full foot function video where it's our runners that I'm voicing over explaining their stride. And I do this every few years with the runners we have on our, on our, on our, on our, um, excuse me, on our roster. And I, this one, I actually put in people who were learning as well. So you'll see people limp running and in the boot camp I explain what limp running is and you'll see that and then you'll see them transition you'll see them go from short strides to mid stride like to little bigger strides to really open strides you'll see people with no ankle flexion with complete ankle flexion you'll hear the push off so you can see it you can see the dirt coming up behind him i have a guy who's about 62 with long 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 legs running right next to a girl who's about 52 with short legs and they're both cooking 
and you can see them both running one's a triathlete one's a 5k runner totally different athleticisms using the exact same form and looking just as effortless and that's what is in the boot camp things like that where i'm literally showing you what i'm talking about you need to go out and do it so that you can feel what i'm saying but you will find that even if you counted your steps and then go out and don't count your steps and have something else that's counting your steps you will see that it is not only nearly the same it's probably exactly the same excuse me so excuse me so you have to see where your body actually knows how to move and that's why running cadence is actually a highway to injury it is not something that you should be banking on looking for and definitely not training absolutely not training someone who's fixated on their pace someone who's fixated on their toe striking someone who's fixated on their mileage and their timing and their finishing timing and their cadence are the most injured of the runners they just are i've taken watches off of runners because i want you to feel your pace and then say i think i was at a 10 minute half minute pace and then look at the watch that was in your hand that you held and like not on your wrist so you could see it and then match that up were you feeling correctly does your feeling match the actual timing? Because you should be able to run on what your body can do, not what a technology apparatus can tell you it's doing. Those are two different things. And so I'm a big person on feeling your run, feeling how your body is responding. True reason that you're running has got actually nothing to do with your legs. It's your heart and your lungs and how well those two systems, the pulmonary system and the cardiovascular system actually work together. That's how you are actually able to run. So when someone comes to run pain-free and they're injured, the first and foremost thing we deal with obviously is the injury. Why are they inefficient? Why are they dysfunctional? And we correct and athletically condition them at the same time. Once they're in that corrected phase and they're really loading a new pattern that is functional and we're loading them in sport specific training them then we work on the heart and lung training at the end of that because now we have an efficient body a sound pattern and now we can build where it's actually coming from and the muscles will just be the external superficial factor to that right the deeper reason you're able to run the true reason you're able to run is how well your heart and lungs work now the more relaxed your heart is and the more easier your breathing is, the more you can sustain that over a long period of time. If your heart rate is out of control and your breathing is out of control, you're going to tank. You're going to tank. You're going to cramp up. You're going to see your legs might seize up. The calf cramping is real. You've all felt that. You feel what you've all been told is lactic acid in your in your legs. It's really not. What's happening is you're probably, you're, you haven't trained your muscles properly for long distance and endurance sport. You've trained it for track and field. I won't even get into the nutrition side of this. I'll stick to muscles today. But when you're training a short bursted muscle, you don't have an endurance muscle. Well, guess what, everybody? Running long distance is an endurance sport. And you just trained anaerobic, which is stop and go. Anaerobic is like weightlifting. That's resistance training. So you trained your muscles to stop and go. No one's stopping and going on a marathon. No one's stopping and going on a 10K. No one's stopping and going on a half marathon. That's not happening. Even when you walk when you need to, it is not the same thing as stopping it's not the same thing as stopping and going back to the start line and redoing that 200 meter. It is not the same thing. So you are now running on shortly developed muscles, in layman's, layman terms as possible, and you think you want to go 
for hours on end. It will not happen. So what happens is the energy systems that you're calling on isn't there. And so everything starts to build up because it's trying to overwork for you and you call in a less efficient system, the lactic system. And so your body starts to lock up because it's saying, hey, this is inefficient. It's not a good idea for me to be giving you energy. So I'm going to lock up so you stop running like right now. That's what happens. This is pushed even further when you don't feel right, when you don't eat right on a regular basis and then go out there and think you're going to run somewhere. That's even, that just makes this even worse. But there's a system that's in place. And if your lungs and your heart aren't pumping everything through and oxygenating the, the blood and then deoxygenating and getting it back into the heart, back out to the lungs, into the body, when that's not happening, your body will cramp up and stop. Remember this. If you take anything away from what I say, your body will protect you against everything for as long as it possibly can before you break. That is its job. Its job is to protect you. So when you're like, oh, today wasn't my day, good. Thank your body because your body saved you from probably breaking or hurting something internally that is not really probably reversible. So you need to thank your body. Your, bo- your spine is the most protected structure in the body. So if your hip is feeling all messed up, it's because it's protecting your spine and you're not paying attention and not doing proper training for it and you're running on your toes and twisting out and pivoting off of every step as opposed to using your whole foot to push off every step. There's so many things that go along with this and if you're focused on cadence, you're, you are literally forcing your body to, to a form that is injury driven. It's injury driven. Can, is that a metric you can, you can measure? Sure. Everything is measurable, honestly, in movement. Everything is measurable. What is efficient? What is injury prevention? That's where the conversation needs to go. That's where the conversation needs to go. Stop getting glossed over by the marketing of running and allowing the marketing of running to hurt you. It's time you stop doing that. I don't mind this me against the world. I'm fine with that. I've been doing this a long time. It is nothing new to me. You need to understand that you don't have much control over muscle memory. Your muscle memory is exactly that, muscle memory. It only remembers what you just did. So if you only did sprints and you did a lot of track work and you didn't do any hill training and you didn't do hill training with the open leg and you double timed it up the hill and you tanked the top of the hill and then kind of walked down, you didn't train for a long distance run. You trained for track and field. And so the long distance run is going to eat you up. That's what's going to happen. And then you're fixated on your timing, fixated on your finish time, fixated on your pace, fixated on your heart rate, fixated on your cadence, the amount of steps per minute. Oh my God, dude, just run, just run. Your body actually knows what to do. When your mind gets involved with what your body knows how to do, you are injury driven. You're driving right into an injury highway. Straight on, 100 miles an hour. And I've said that a lot in my podcasts. I've said it a lot in my live events. I talk about it a lot in my posts. I've been doing this for a very long time. I say this all the time. When the mind gets involved with a runner's body, we start having injuries. The mind has nothing to do with it. And the minute you think you're going to say to yourself, okay, booty, start to fire up this hill, the joke's on you. Because the body only knows what you trained it to do. And if you didn't train it for the glute to fire when it's needed, It's not going to fire. It doesn't work that way. Literally. 
You have to look at your body like a machine. And if it's not told what to do on a regular basis, it doesn't know what to do on a regular basis. There's nothing that's just magical and things just start on the day of the race. That doesn't work. And if you're over-focusing on things like cadence and the steps per mile, you are missing the mark. You're missing the mark for efficient running, for injury prevention running, for enjoying a long distance run, you're missing the mark. You are on the mark for injury, for metatarsal stress fractures, for shin splints, for calf strains, for hamstring strains, straight up IT band issues, which is really just a hip issue that you're going to feel at your knee. Then you think you got runner's knee, Achilles tendonitis, plantar fasciitis. Have any of these? I probably named three or four that you've already had. So therein goes why this is an issue. Run full foot function runpainfreebootcamp.com one word runpainfreebootcamp.com it's an entirely free informational bootcamp on what's out there why it's presented a certain way what it means why it's hurting you what helps you why it helps you and how to apply it literally it is free there is nothing to you to go and do this right now and actually start running pain-free today It's that simple. There's a lot of stuff like this out here that is very confusing. You think the elites are doing it, and so you apply it to yourself, and it does not translate into long-distance running, doesn't translate into everyday life, doesn't translate, guys. And so Run Pain-Free, we are experts here in taking what we do with professionals and translating it into everyday life for regular people who enjoy the sport or any sport for that matter and want to stay active and healthy. That's what we do here. It is literally our expertise in breaking that down. So go on over, runpainfreebootcamp.com, learn how to run properly with efficiency that is enjoyable. Go do it right now. You're listening to the Run Pain-Free Podcast, brought to you by the Run Pain-Free Academy, featuring biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio. Subscribe to us as you leave a positive review on iTunes.